Hans and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big one tonight for the Jazz. They take on the Los Angeles Lakers. And helping us break it down, it is a man who's a better human being than all of us and uh, one hell of a basketball player as well, George Niang. George, how are you? Hey, George. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you doing? We've missed you. Ah, uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I was thinking about this, George. We'll, we'll get into your seven of seven and everything that you're doing. So many great things, but when you're not cut commercials for Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket, you're not dropping buckets for the Utah Jazz. I want to know, like, what what is it that makes you tick? What makes you happy, George? Wow, uh, am I allowed to just give like a general answer and say food? Or is that, is that be, like, <laughs> maybe no, maybe like a little that. bit more specific on the food? Yeah, because Scotty and I are foodies, brother. We are foodies. Oh, you know, I like a good uh, Chicago deep dish pizza. But um, no, I, I mean, I like hanging out at home. Uh, it's a little uh, tough. You know, I really enjoy downtime with my friends if they able to family friends and family to come into town. But I've uh, I've been big into you know. Uh, watching Netflix and, and really hanging out. Is there any particular uh, Netflix shows you've been uh, binging on lately? Uh, to be honest with you, this may sound a little weird, but I've been kind of like weirdly obsessed with like World War II documentaries. It's kind of just been yeah. like fascinating to see like old cool stuff. It's kind of corny. I wish I could give you guys like a better answer, but uh, I'm I'm kind of bo- I'm kind of boring at the moment. <laughs> No, you're not. You're never boring to us, no. George. What, what's your favorite World War II movie? Have you seen Fury? Fury? No, I haven't. But that oh, might man. be one I watched before my pregame nap today. Maybe if that gets me eight for eight, I might watch that every every <laughs> day. <laughs> it's a good one. Is there a point in the game where, you, I mean, because, I mean, obviously things happen so fast, but do you ever, like, stop in the middle of a timeout or something like that? Like, hey, have I missed a three yet? I don't think I have. Like, are, were you aware that you were as uh, – that you were perfect from the from beyond the line. Uh, have you ever like had like a daydream when like the daydreams like going so well, and then someone like claps in your face and like <laughs> yeah. then the daydream ends? That was like when they threw water at me at the end. Like I was in a daydream, like whoa, like this just doesn't get any better. It like keeps getting better, <laughs> and then they threw water on me at the end. And I was like, oh okay, I'm I'm back to George now. <laughs> <laughs> have you have, have you ever gone seven to seven? Ah, uh, Hans, here's the problem. Uh, you know, it, uh, when I was in college, I was allowed to shoot whatever shot I wanted, so I was taking a lot of bad shots, so I was eventually getting here. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the ones that are going to help us win, so this would be the first time I've gone 7-7. Seven seven. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was talking about this the day after the game with Scotty. I said, look, I'm really proud of George and his 7-for-7. Seven seven. It's pretty incredible, but if you go look at his 7 shots, most of them are without somebody five feet even close to him. It, it just seems like those shots open up, the, the, the looks open up for you, George. Kind of walk us through how those looks open up so much for you. I mean, well, you got to think of it. You know, I'm out on the court with guys that are dynamic in what they do. Rudy's really dynamic and rolling to the rim. Joe's really good at making threes off the dribble and playing pick and roll. Uh, Mike is also, and Jordan Clarkson is just a bona fide scorer. So, uh, you know, my job is really just to space the floor. And, you know, when they're trying to slow those guys down, you know, I was hoping you wouldn't say anybody was in five feet, but it's a fact if anybody watches the film and doesn't just look at the, the box score. Um, 
they I don't want to say have to pick their poison, but they're going to have to help off someone. And, you know, I was able to knock down shots and, you know, that kind of moved the needle when, you know, we were down a, a little bit in the third quarter. You guys have really started to find a way to pull away from teams late in the game where, you know, midway through the third quarter, you're down 11, and then you blink, and fourth yeah. quarter, you guys are up 10. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was Joe Ingles. You know, you can't, you can't control that wild man. Hey, you tell, tell Joe he's got his own radio show. He doesn't need to bleed over into this. Yeah, he just, he just wants to steal my shine. It's all right. <laughs> Ask Joe last time he went seven for seven in a game. <laughs> yeah, but, he was like, he, he t- said to me today, he was like, you would think I go seven for, seven for ten, people would be talking about me, but no. Yeah, they, they just talk about you. I was like, hey, it's a tough life, buddy. Yeah, that's the cross I have to bear here. But what is yeah. it about this team that, that all of a sudden you guys you guys find ways to pull away from teams and win games, frankly, going going away down the down the stretch in the fourth quarter? I mean, talk about this killer instinct this squad has. Uh, yeah, you know, I think, you know, with us it's just a, a grit aspect. You know, we get to a point where, uh, sorry, grandma, leave me alone. Um, and uh, I think it's a grit aspect, you know, where we know if we keep defending and keep making the other team take contested twos and tough threes, that we're eventually going to hit a 10-0, 12-0 run. And that, you know, that sinks most teams. You know, most teams can't bounce back from runs like that late in the game. So that's, you know, kind of where we're at. And sometimes those runs come early in the game. Um, you know, with us being number one in the league with our record, I think teams are really coming out looking to punch us in the mouth. So we need to do a better job of, you know, being being ready for them in the first and second quarters. But I feel like late in the game lately, you know, we've put on those 12-0 uh, runs and uh, that's really put teams out. You know, George, I think one of the most fascinating performances I've seen in basketball in a, in a long time is this run that Jordan Clarkson's on and what he does off the bench and what he creates and, and how he plays the game. Have you ever played it with a, a guy like Jordan, kind of his style? And and if not, what is it that really separates him from other guys that you've played with? Uh, you know, I've never been around a person like Jordan, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't think that guy ever has a bad day. Uh, he lives life to the fullest, um, and, and he's just happy. Um, but that being said, on the court, I mean, I've never played with someone like Jordan that is able to, you know, dribble and spin and throw the ball up, and it just seems to find uh, the bottom of the net. Uh, someone was asking me about him today. I was like, he's just different than anybody else. He's just so relaxed and confident in who he is, uh, you know, in the bubble. You know, before games, he'd be listening. To, you know, I'd sit next to him, and he'd be listening to Frank Sinatra. And this year, it's, he's obsessed with the Sopranos. And every time I look over, he has his face and his iPad watching the Sopranos. And and he goes out there and scores points. So he has his little routine that he gets in, and I will never break him out of that. But I don't know how he does it, but he does it. One of the, uh, by the way, one of the greatest TV shows of all time, too. If you've not binged the uh, Sopranos, um, he, he's on to something there. That that that's great TV right there. Um, so let, what's this locker room like? Because it seems like everybody gets along, and I think that's, uh, I think that's kind of rare in the NBA that everybody's dialed in, everybody's on the same page, everybody seems to get along. Does that is that the case with this team? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think everybody realizes here. You know, we've we've been together a couple of 
years now um, with the addition of Mike, JC, and obviously uh, Fave coming back. Um, last year, losing to the Nuggets was really hard on a lot of us uh, during the off season. You know, being up 3-1 and then having that, you know, I don't want to say devastating comeback, but it wasn't good. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of us realized, you know, if we want to do this and all be together and enjoy the time that we have together, we're going to have to win. And, you know, what is that going to take? And I think a lot of us have put a lot of thought and effort into the defensive end, and that's translated for us to be able to play fast and shoot a ton of threes. Um, and I think we just all enjoy, uh, you know, the camaraderie and being around each other. We have a really unselfish group, and I think the best part about us is we don't care who gets the accolades or who scores the most points. Uh, at the end of the day, if we're winning and get to come to work every day, I, I think it puts it all in perspective. And we're just, you know, happy to be on a team that we all have uh, a good time and enjoy being around each other. Just to kind of build off that, uh, obviously, Quint Snyder getting to coach uh, Team LeBron James in the All-Star game. I thought that was fantastic. But I've seen so many different relationships with players and coaches and been a part of different relationships and certain coaches you laugh with, certain coaches you just salute and say yes sir what what is your relationship like with Quinn Snyder what's the team's relationship like with him whether it's on a bus from a hotel to the to shoot around or to the game or it's in a you know maybe it's in a looser kind of more light-hearted practice environment what is he somebody you joke with you 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 know say names back and forth have a good time with or is he somebody you just salute and do what he asks (laughs) you know that's funny because you know the outside world only gets to see him in his coaching light and, you know, when he's in a, in game mode. Um, you know, I have a great relationship with, with Coach Quinn. Uh, we can laugh and joke and, and uh, you know, have an honest, open relationship. Uh, but I've, I've been here for three years, but I think the best thing about Coach Quinn is that, you know, when you get here, he takes the time to have a special moment uh, to get to know people whether if it's the first person on the roster or the 17th person on the roster i remember i got here on a two-way and he was talking to me uh about larry brown one day when i was shooting he pulled me to the side and we had a a, like a 20-minute conversation i think he does a great job of reading the pulse of the team but honestly making people feel like they're appreciated some coaches only want to talk to the guys that are in the rotation uh i think you know quinn does a great job of talking to everybody whether it's the video room or the coaches, or the two-way players. He wants everybody to feel like they can come up to him and approach him and talk to him and have an actual relationship with him. It's not, you don't only just talk about basketball. It's more or less, you know, sometimes real-life things. And I think that's what makes him so special is he's just so relatable. He's played the game before, and he's had, uh, you know, his trials and tribulations, and he's had uh, his triumphs. So he's super relatable, and I think everyone here, loves that he's super approachable. It's it's funny that people only get to see him on the court when he's in game mode, you know, looking like he's all revved up on Red Bull and ready to go. <laughs> hey, do you know, like, what are your plans on All-Star break? Are you able to get away? Uh, what and, and are the NBA protocols pretty strict on what they will and will not let you guys do during that break? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying what I'm going to do during All-Star break because I don't know the – the testing scheme, so I should probably read the protocols before I start hanging out on the radio what I'm going to do. But uh, I think I'm going to be staying in Utah and uh, getting tested every day. So that's there my you answer go. for you guys. <laughs> Good answer. 
Uh, well, if, if you get a minute, George, I want to take you up on the ice and get you doing some ice fishing up up on Strawberry Reservoir. Have you ever ice fished? Oh, I've I've never done that, but that actually sounds like we'd be socially distant and uh, it'd be outside. So that seems like it'd be acceptable. A little cold though. It'd be it'd be very cold, but but you'd be pulling out some good fish that you could take back to your cook. Do you have a cook, or do you you do all your own cooking? Uh. You know, I'm I'm embarrassed to admit I, I do have a cook. I don't I don't do my own cooking, but it's it's beneficial. They make sure I have the healthy nutrition that I need. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed about there. Like if if you can do that, by all Heck means, yeah, man. Heck yeah, <laughs> I will. Okay, okay good. good. Although although if we had a cook, I don't know how nutritious it would be. It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not exactly. No, I'll take you up on that fishing offer. You know, I've never been ice fishing, so that'd be awesome. All right, man. I'll I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get get it set up, and and we'll get you up on the ice and and have you pull a couple of trout out. There we go. We can take take some Instagram pictures because they say there you go. If it's not on Instagram, it never happens. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, George, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks for joining us, and uh, look forward to catch up again here really soon. Thanks, George. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. All right, man. George Niang right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.